Welcome to 501 Crossroads, your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, the nonprofit ninja, Natalie Jablonski, is here. That's right. Specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Well, hey, Natalie. Hi, Marjorie. I am so excited. Why is that? Because tonight's another wine on one. Clink. Oh, and you know what? What else? What? what? We're, we're getting ready for our 501 Crossroads holiday party. What? What? I know. I didn't even tell you we were having one. Are, are we having wine? <laughs> Of course we're having wine. Fabulous. Is ever it's all of our listeners invited? Sure, come on down. Bring Everybody. your own wine. Yeah. And bring an extra bottle for us for Christmas because mm -hmm. we know how much you love us, right? Yep. And just meet <laughs> us there. <laughs> well, the, speaking of which, I would love to talk to you about holiday parties because I've been seeing lots of interesting things happening this time of year. Oh, Some yeah. people who don't get together at all. Some people who gather only in the office, other people do these big shingdings. And yeah. I think it depends on size and budget and all this type of I think there's just a lot of pressure around the holidays to like do something, but yet keep it within limits. And yeah, you don't want to like go crazy and look like you have a lot of money. And for some organizations, like that is your busiest time of the year. And like right. actually stopping to take a break is almost like a punishment for some people. <laughs> it is, but you have to remember that you have to celebrate your staff and celebrate mm -hmm. your mission and take time to be able to rejuvenate. Mm -hmm. And yes, I know you're like, that's great. We'll celebrate later. But unfortunately, a lot of times it's nonprofit later never really happens. Yeah, you got to put that later on the schedule. So what do you do for your nonprofit with regards to, do you do a party? So we do a lunch. Um, this is, I'm going to say this is probably the only time of year where we consistently leave the building, lock the doors and go somewhere else. Um, mm. Because we're, we, we kind of. With consider, wine? Or is it working like we come back afterwards? We sometimes come back afterwards. <laughs> sometimes come back. Well, what so I was going to say, but that doesn't work, is what I like about the lunch concept is there's a beginning and an end. There is, yeah. I think there's some awkwardness when you are out somewhere that does not have a defined end time. Mm -hmm. So like, hey, we're going to have a happy hour. And you're wondering how long does that hour last? And yeah. Or the boss says, hey, I'm having everyone to my house. And you're like, what's the awkward time to leave that's not too early, but yet I don't want to be here till 11 o'clock. Yeah. And you don't want to be the first one to leave because that's weird. I know. And so that's you almost have to have a partner in crime that you like agree, like you when you give each other the signal that yeah. you walk out. Right? So is it like um, putting your hands behind your head and like waving your arms wildly? That's like a jellyfish. Look, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That, <laughs> well, if you have enough wine, you could. Uh, I, Depends on how good of a What is your you thoughts about having people over to the board president's home or the executive director's home, like doing it more of a home type environment versus having it in a public spot? You know, I'm good with that. And I think a lot of it depends on your organizational culture. Like, oh, I agree. Are people true. comfortable being in homes with other people? Um, I think I've been in organizations where there would have been some employees who would have felt weird there. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it depends on like how close your board's culture matches your staff culture too. Ooh. So like if your board chair yeah. is the is the fancy schmancy person who like has everything just so. What but is that phrase again? Fran fan fancy schmancy. Fancy schmancy. Yes. I, I like that. I'd like to yeah. hear you spell that in the transcript. I will. I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> but if they've got like the fancy like white floors yeah. and and you're drinking red wine and then they've got and all the white the cat. Break, yeah, the white cat. You with ever the, dyed a white cat stuff. red? That's fun. Oh, <laughs> I'm not saying I've done it. I have been at a party where it's happened. Oh, man. It was a dog, not a cat, though. 
Yeah, that's no good. No, no good it was not. <laughs> now, I used to work at a nonprofit early in my career, and it was tradition at Christmas that we went to the country club that the president and CEO belonged to. Ooh. And for me, it was a really big deal, which I think would be probably for a lot of nonprofit mm -hmm. employees. I didn't belong to a country club. I'd never really walked into one except for major donor solicitations. Yep. <laughs> uh, and even then, I was a guest, right? And mm -hmm. you're on your best behavior. And um, I always thought it was a super big treat. But then I always was like, okay, so is she paying for this? Who's paying for or this? Or yeah. is the organization paying for this? And like, I don't know. It, it was never really defined. So I always think if you're going to go a little bit above and beyond, mm -hmm. clarify who's paying the bill. Well, and that's really true too, especially like if you're the, like, let's say you're a guest and you're the, you're the fundraiser of the organization and you're going, is that thousand dollar gift I got today? Is that like basically just going right back into this? Like, right. are you worried about that kind of stuff? I know I've had development directors who have thought that way. Right. Like, you know, they, they were really conscious of everything they spent because they knew what it took to get that money in the first place. But then there's the argument vice versa, which we've had, I believe on the show even, mm -hmm. which is you have to make sure that all the money has to not just go for program. You have to mm -hmm. be able to cover operations. And part of operations is staff enrichment. That's true. That's so true. you have to be able to make sure that you can sell it to yourself, but more importantly, that you can sell it to your staff and therefore they can sell it to those people who are contributing. Because staff enrichment is important. If you think of how much it costs to advertise, even if it's on mm -hmm. Indeed, the time you're wasting by not having that staff member oh, in, good. right? Yes. So the wasted time money. So the time, the money it costs to invest in advertising for that open position, mm -hmm. the money it takes to interview for that position. And mm -hmm. people are like, well, that's free. Uh, I don't believe your time is free. Nope. Is your time free? My time's not. It is not. And if you had do group interviews, just keep adding that up, right? Mm -hmm. And then the idea of bringing that person on and onboarding them and training them and getting them ready. And that's that's a lot of money. Do you I'm, really want that yeah. to walk out the door? No, I want to keep those people. I would rather pay $1,000, have a nice little Christmas party and call mm -hmm. it a day or a Thanksgiving celebration and put it together or whatever this celebration that is important for you and your group. So yeah, I, I kind of agree with you there. Now we have, uh, we used to do a potluck and the, and now a staff actually pays for their own lunch at a place that we've all agreed upon is, is okay. Which, for a point. smaller nonprofit that might work, getting yeah. 20 plus people to agree on one place to eat might be a little bit yeah. of a challenge. You could probably do a doodle poll and figure that out. That's and, true. And yeah. vote on it. But now this year we, we've always gone to a place like a Brazilian place that brings the meat around on a stick. And and this year we, we <laughs> there's nothing that says holidays <laughs> like a meat on a stick. You know, I think we, we got, we got weird people here. I, I like it. I just want to know how I get invited to that party. I mean, I'm sure Michael let you go. It's well, fine. It, Mike, Mike controls that. And Mike, yeah. he, he's, he's pretty tough. But here's our challenge is this year we have a vegetarian on staff and we want bum, to make bum, sure that bum. she is included in the party in a way that is, is good. And so, so we're wearing vegetables on a stick. Well, they do have vegetables on a stick and they actually have like a really fantastic salad bar. Not just like, Oh, look, we have some salad, but like they've got some stuff. Right. So we're, we're talking about whether that's, that's okay or, you know, because we want everybody to feel like they're important and that they're inclusivity is super yeah. important in a holiday party, Except, which well, yeah, then goes back to where do you pick and who's buying and mm -hmm. how do you make sure everyone can afford that type of meal? And I, uh, last year for Thanksgiving, we closed the office down a half a day and that morning we all went out and we did a community service project together. It was oh, kind of a way of giving back and thankful. Unfortunately, the project that we picked when we were together in August that sounded great was super cold and it was raining Ooh. the day we did it outside. And they all kept joking that this was mandatory fun. Mandatory fun, you know. <laughs> so uh, when we were done for that morning, we went to and I said, anyone who would like to go to Denny's, it's on mm -hmm. your own, but 
let's go to Denny's and let's have a cup of coffee or breakfast or whatever it was. And everyone did go, Mm -hmm. but it was under the expectation they were all paying their own. Yep. And then uh, without them knowing what was happening, I ended up picking up the bill. Oh, that's always really nice. That surprise pickup. Yes. People like that. (laughs) And it was, you know, I'm not saying Denny, uh, nonprofit, right? Yeah. Equivalent to (laughs) nonprofit status, right? Uh, So it wasn't a huge bill, but Mm -hmm. it was a little something to say thank you. It was unexpected because it was someplace they could all come and they could afford. Yeah. So there's, there's some art and science to that technique as well. I've been trying to figure out what we're doing this year. We talked about doing a potluck for Thanksgiving this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of we all like to eat other people's cool recipes. Yeah, and I think that's kind of fun. But uh, for when it gets closer to Christmas, I'm not sure. It's a lot. It, well, and that's why we stopped doing a potluck. We because everybody was cooking so many things for other things. But then also, um, my staff has a tendency to get a little bit competitive with food. Oh, and so there's, like there's office culture. Yeah, and so like one year it was like, oh, okay, like we're having beans and rice, and then the next year it was like, oh, we have gumbo, and then then the next year it was like it's gumbo with shrimp, and the crab legs are falling out of it, and it was getting really I expensive. Am so at the wrong nonprofit. Yeah. I believe if you were interviewing for a nonprofit, <laughs> you should totally ask about the holiday culture. That's important. Actually, that's that's not a terrible idea. No. So, you know what do you guys do? At because there are a lot of people that don't want to go to the nighttime after work function where they can or may or may not be able to bring their families. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that's a challenge too. And, you know, some people really like that big shindig and stuff like that. I remember I used to go with my, my ex-spouse's party used to be just like this really big fancy shindig and there were lots of tables and there was dancing and just all kinds of things. There wasn't really dancing, Marjorie. It's just you'd had so much wine. You thought people was, were well, dancing. It was free. <laughs> <laughs> he worked for a for-profit company. <laughs> oh, them fancy so, for-profits. Yeah. So, I mean, that was real nice. I think, and actually one year it was in Kansas City. So they played for our hotel room in Kansas City. Wow. It was nice. Can't do that in a non-profit Another, <laughs> uh, yeah. So when they say at a inter- job interview, do you have any questions? Boom. Now you've got one, right? Yeah. Where is the holiday party? Now, I will tell you one of my favorite <laughs> holiday traditions I had in a non-profit uh, that was party-centric, but it was about around New Year's. So mm. they were closed on New Year's Day, but not on New Year's Eve. Okay. It was just the way the organization culture had been. And the office would, at noon on New Year's Eve... Uh, we would all gather in the president and CEO's office, who it was a very large nonprofit. So again, mm, big, big office, di- different kinds of culture, right? <laughs> so there was probably 20 of us that didn't take that day off specifically because mm-hmm. we knew this was happening. <laughs> and when you came in, you got uh, your name, you wrote it down on a piece of paper and you put it in a basket. Mm-hmm. And then we had vendors that had contributed gifts to the president and CEO for Christmas. So maybe they sent her a bottle of wine or maybe they sent her a box of chocolates or maybe they sent her a gift card to a restaurant, whatever they had sent her for a Mm -hmm. gift. She had kept those on a pile and then your name got called. And until the presents went ran out, you got to pick something off of the Christmas gift that she had gotten as the chair, as the president of that organization. That is so cool. I hope she like got the good thing out for herself. No, she nope. made sure. She said, the reason I'm getting these is because I'm leading this organization. I would be nothing without my team. You wow. will enjoy this. I like that. It was uh, and it, everything from like a, a bottle of Grey Goose mm-hmm. vodka to uh, a bunch of like a little coffee tea basket. And it was, everything was game. Wow. And it was always so much fun to see if your name got called and if your mm-hmm. name got called, what was left and what was available and uh, it That's wasn't a rob cool. your neighbor thing. It's once you got your item, that was it. And you may go back to your desk now. Actually, once you got your <laughs> item, it was happy new year and I won't see you till next year. Yay. 
So the office was closed the rest so of the day. So you were paid for a full day. You were paid for a full day. And all day. those other suckers are taking a full day well, off. Well, yeah, which I'm like, <laughs> you all are ridiculous because the party doesn't start in my house until at least noon on New Year's Eve. And Yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, if I can come home with a little Grey Goose, like, it's a happier, it's a happier New Year, right? Don't have to stop at the liquor store on the way home. Which makes me concerned that all this talk of alcohol, I hope all of our, um, our audience, we're not tempting anyone with that out of, uh, out of wedlock here, but. That's true. Now, we did have a very similar, we're starting a new tradition here. Uh-oh. Um, on new, new Year's, new Year's Eve. And, uh, we've only done it one year. I hope it continues, uh, because I, I enjoyed it so very much. Um, on New Year's Are you Eve. all dressed like Elf on the Shelf? No. That, Although... That would be good. We, we do I could have see Mike that, in a little Elf on the Shelf outfit. We do have somebody that does like to do the Elf Yourself videos for, for us. Very I, nice. They're pretty awful, so... <laughs> <laughs> but what we've done on New Year's Eve is we have... I've usually gotten like a pizza or something extra, but basically we've done clean out the fridge day for all of the cookies and candies and sweets and treats. Stuff you're trying to get out of your house? No, that or we've uh, that we've got out the volunteers have oh. brought and like all we usually have one volunteer who brings a fruit basket at the beginning of the Christmas season, so we got to finish that up. Oh yeah, you know all that's that good because kind of the fruit yeah. eventually has a shelf yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but everybody, you know, just all that kind of stuff that everybody's got. And so, and usually the non-perishables. So it's very tasty. So what I love about all this conversation is I'm hoping it starts a conversation for our listeners. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have holiday traditions that are going on around holiday parties, maybe start asking different members of your board or different Mm -hmm. members of your staff what they might be interested in. Do you want to combine a staff with a board event? Do you want to do them separately? Have you ever done a board holiday party and what would that look like? These are all great conversations to start having and thinking about how you would like to celebrate the holidays so you can really remember the most important thing, which is celebrating, right? That is true. And you know what really is a good celebration? What's that? If the board sends some money to pay for all this hey, stuff. Hey, uh, we're a big fan of comic checks in yeah. nonprofit. Feel free to write those <laughs> over and send them our way, right? Yeah, I think that that is and actually that's a really great thing to do to your for your staff is say, hey, you know, we know that you guys work really hard on behalf of this organization. If each board member contributes, let's say $100. I don't know. It depends on your size of your organization. You, do, you can do, do a that. really nice event. You you definitely could. And, and that's always a neat way to be able to get the board engaged mm-hmm. in a different way too. Yeah. Someone the other day said they have a potluck, but it's a board, a board hosted potluck. So oh, the nice. board members drop off items for lunch. They don't mm-hmm. stay. They drop off items and then the staff eats that's based really on cool. what the board brought in. I, I think if you, you know, if you haven't aggravated your board members, that's a pretty great idea. If you have, you may want to avoid that coleslaw, but yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of a neat way of treating without doing a lot of financial yeah. investment too. So there's all okay. sorts of ways, no matter if your organization is big or small, no matter what holiday you're celebrating, mm-hmm. I think the most important part is to celebrate. And of course, if you're thinking of 501 Crossroads, you, you celebrate with wine. wine. And you can sure send us some for Christmas or any other holiday you'd like to that's send right. it to us for. That's right. We'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. And thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Mind's Eye Radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite app and subscribe and leave us some feedback so others can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.